Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. In the fire, little girl. Hell! Hell, you go hell! It's gonna feel righteous and hot down where you living because you're playing the cards. Claws coming from the dirt. You're slapping the boys on the butt and then you're telling the men you're winking at them and you're swerving your hips. You're gonna burn in hell! Ain't no St. Peter for you now! You go hell, you go die, you fucking dead! Welcome to the brighter side. <laughs> it was almost reliable until I cursed. <laughs> We're talking about uh, heaven and hell. People, people telling you going to hell. This this part, we got Ed Larson, we got Ashley Book Roberts. Hi, how you doing, sweetheart? Thanks for finally being on the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mary Kelly on the cans. Hello, hello. So Ashley Book Roberts, uh, yeah. you were personally raised mm-hmm. not religious, right? And that's because your parents were raised very, very religious. Correct. They rebelled very hard. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Or not. Whatever. <laughs> um, and so you're from a very mountainous area of North Carolina. Well, uh, so I'm I'm from North Carolina. I'm from the hills of North Carolina, but my family is from a mountainous area of Virginia. Oh, yeah. that's a dirty part of town. Yeah, yeah, dirty. yeah. That's where, like, moonshine and beating your oh, wives come God. from. So Buck much wild. moonshine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that made them decent is the fact that they weren't from West Virginia. Oh, God. And they hate the West Virginians. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> They're like the one people they can hate. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I ran from the cops one time in West Virginia. Yeah. I got away with it. That's right. how fucked up West Virginia is. You could still actually get away from the police. <laughs> <laughs> so actually growing up in, in, in that manner, but still yeah. a very religious area, and mm-hmm. your parents were not. So a lot of people growing up told you that you were going to hell. Correct, because I was not baptized, which was a huge deal. So when that um, became, uh, like, when when my friends in elementary school figured that out, I was pretty much tormented for a good year. Really? Mm-hmm. Going to hell, you're going to burn in hell forever, and your family's going to burn in hell because they didn't baptize you. Wow. So it was like, not only are you as, are responsible for your eternal damnation, but also your families. Do they, like, throw mud at you and shit? They didn't throw mud at me, but they did. Did steal my lunch. I guess I would have preferred <laughs> them to take the mud. I think they just did that because you're too sweet to stop them. <laughs> you can have it. Pamelone <laughs> <laughs> sandwich. Pamelone sandwich. And then I had an adult tell me I was going to burn in hell, and that that was in middle school. Mm. Um, and my mom got her fired from the Y. Good. Oh yeah. 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 Young <laughs> Men's Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. Well, this is actually the YMC, uh, YWCA. So oh, young men. Yeah. 
Because it's very sexually segregated mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in the church. Yes. And now tell us about Primitive Baptists. Okay, so Primitive Baptist is what, like, my um, family came from. It's a monkey religion. It's Yeah, it's based, it's before <laughs> evolution. Um, <laughs> it's actually the lost link um, to humanity. Were their foreheads sloped? Uh, yes, because of incest, not because of <laughs> uh, religion. But Primitive Baptism is like a sect of baptism that is very, it's, it's actually dying it's almost extinct at this point but it was very um prevalent in like mountainous areas of the south so like virginia west virginia the mountains of north carolina smokies yes mm-hmm. anywhere where you're just surrounded by rock uh primitive baptism thrives and women can't wear pants which i'm baffled by because yeah. how are you going to climb that mountain in a skirt yeah, yeah well that's why know. i mean when you're living on a mountain there's lots of breeze yeah. You know, and so you know, people like to see skirts get blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to so see that hairy happen. wild bush because yeah. you know they don't shave. You like to see whatever you can see. <laughs> yeah, basically. Worms coming out of it, and they're like, yeah. I still masturbate to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ is right, Mary Kelly. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, by the way, Mary. Yeah, of course. How you doing? How was your Christmas? I'm good. It was good. How do you celebrate Christmas, Ashley? Oh, just the traditional way. Traditional mm-hmm. way? Do you go to church? Um, we do. We go to a midnight service in a Methodist church. Oh, okay. Yeah. With my family, yeah. So do you, when you go, are you just going because of tradition or do you actually believe? Well, I love it now because to me it's sort of like, um, it's a spectator sport where I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like everybody's dressed up, they're all wearing the right colors. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm super into it in that way. But I did like dabble a little bit in religion. I rebelled in my own way when I went to college and I hung out with a bunch of Baptists. Um, And I really tried to really just get with this one guy who was like had a you know he was celibate and i was like oh, i feel close to god you and was, i was horny was yeah yeah no well he might <laughs> <laughs> he might have been gay but i was horny and i thought that that was the pool of god you i mean know? i bet he was beautiful he was really gorgeous he was a marine oh it's my amazing god. what a yeah. beautiful person will make you do yeah he made me watch that horrible movie about um what was that movie about jesus with mel gibson birth of a nation no <laughs> <laughs> The passion. The passion. The passion. The passion. The passion. He made me watch that movie, and I weeped, and he was like, you feel, you're crying because you feel the spirit of God. And I was like, no, I'm crying because I saw someone get tortured for two hours. He just got fucking ripped to shreds. Yeah, that was like hard to watch emotionally. I did a mystery science theater sort of thing with that, and I was like, you know, if hell is real, I'm going there. After I just made fun of him, just getting beaten up. We did one, too. Were you part of the same one that we did? Was it upstairs here on Easter? Yeah. We did it on Easter. Yeah, we brought in you. Nick Turner. It was great. Do you remember when they put him up on the cross? I turned off the sound and I played Purple Rain. (laughs) One of my greatest moments in comedy. (laughs) I thought that I was being really sharp with him when he like demanded I watch The Passion. I was like, okay, well, I'll watch The Passion if you watch The Last Temptation of Christ. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And then he, yeah, I thought that that was like so smart of me. Um, But he just was like, this is clearly made by non believers. Like, all these people associated with this are going to hell. Yeah. Just oh. wouldn't even yeah. give no you the fun. time of day. Wouldn't even give me the time of day. Martin Scorsese. That's such a clever can, way to Martin Scorsese is going to hell. Yeah. He's buying his way out. <laughs> you kidding me? So you did the opposite of what people do. So you were raised non-religious uh-huh. and rebelled by being religious. Well, I it was I can't stress this enough. It was like a blip in my my life. It was like a good two month period. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't sign up for anything. Okay. What's another? <laughs> 
nice penis walked by, you were yeah, uh, stop exactly. believing in God again. Exactly. Yeah. I was confused. <laughs> you know, it was college. I was raised very, very religious and like really thought hell is real, my soul. And I think one day I was walking down the streets of New York and like I'd seen a lot of people in my family die and I was like just talking and I, I just, it just sort of dropped it, you know? Yeah. Oh, you dropped your belief. Dropped my belief. Oh, and now I sort of, I'm questioning like a, a thing in this, you know, a thing and a powerful. I really think uh, God exists and human beings finding what they love to do and pursuing it to their full extent Great. and loving each other and yeah. like being cool with each other. Yeah. I think that's where God exists. I don't you, think it's a white man. believes in morality. Yeah. He lives in morality or it lives in morality. God, man, or woman. Well, just so the, for the sake of the podcast, he or she or it, what do we call it? Non-gendered. Non-gendered. Yeah. It, right? It. it. All right. So it, 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 if, if, if it does exist and you are a good person, I think I've said this before, and you go, you die, and then you go up to heaven, and then it won't let you in heaven because you didn't believe in it. Mm. It can go fuck itself. Well, the Pope just said that atheists can get into heaven. Oh, really? Wow. Pope's saying all kinds of shit. Pope. This goofy Pope, he loves swinging around shit. Now, I will say that I experienced God numerous times as a kid, and oh. I didn't realize, or I, I, when I look back at it as an adult, I was like, if I had been brought up in a church, I would have thought that was God. Have you ever had a moment where you felt like... Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So I, I, yeah. Like what? Like when you find 20 bucks? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just had like a lot of time in the woods by myself as a kid, and I <laughs> just remember, I have like very clear memories of being in the woods and feeling like I wasn't alone, and I was loved, and just like running oh. around in the woods like a wild animal. Now, feeling like uh, there was something with me. Oh yeah, that the woods are very spiritual. Yeah, it's hard to be it's hard to be religious in a city because you're like, why do I believe in a spiritual being when Steve built this highway? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so Ashley has a cool story about being in the woods and your friend who is super into like weird spiritual stuff. Yeah, she was laying out some cards or something, doing a trick, and then she said, anything in the woods. We, br- we invite you to join us. Oh, okay, yeah. So these woods in particular um, abut on a slave graveyard, so there's a lot of bad vibes happening in these woods. I got you. Right <laughs> I'm, I'm right with you on this. Um, and we were just out there to celebrate the uh, winter solstice, you know, and so we <laughs> had like- two ladies. Just two ladies celebrating winter solstice. I hope you brought a sweater. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It was a chilly night. Um, and she did it. We like did this thing where we made a circle, a protective circle, and she burnt some sage and, like, you know, said. Now, two people. Yeah. How do you make a circle? Okay. I'm not calling you a liar. No, but no, I'm no. Just- That's fair. That's fair. You can hold hands, right? Oh, yeah, or, like, connect feet. Yeah, but she used, like, uh, special crystals for, like, north, south, east, and west. Oh, okay. And then walked around the circle, and as she walked, said she was closing it off while she burnt sage. You know, she's a real witchy woman. You're yeah. into it. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we did that, and we sat down. It's my favorite evil song, too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Witchy Woman. Yeah. Um, and it, was, it felt really good in our circle. Everything felt fine. We were talking about the winter solstice and how happy we were to be there. And then she said, and now we invite the spirit of the woods into our circle. <gasps> no. Yes. No, bitch. Yes. No, yes, bitch. bitch. And, yes. And we had a kerosene lamp, and, of course... It blew the out. The flame blew out, yes. Uh. And then we heard a coy- we heard a coyote howl way off in the distance. And I said, did you hear that? And she, she opened her eyes and she was like, yeah, I did. And then we heard it like five feet away from us. Like it traveled the howl. It was either a call and response or call that, response. that demon coyote. Okay, it traveled a good mile, half mile to get to See, us. I would think the spirit of the woods would be nice. 
Not these woods. No, these Mm-mm. woods are evil. Now, what happened in those woods that would make them evil? Well, slave they were graveyard. up against the slave graveyard. Oh, the slave graveyard. Yeah. That's right. And there's like a lot of... Do you think they really buried slaves? Yeah, they're shallow yeah. graves. You can see them. <laughs> you can go look at them. They're like... I'm just curious. I'm not a question. Yeah, well, they didn't bury them with a casket. So if you go out uh-huh. there, you see like indentions. In oh, the, wow. Where, you know, oh, shallow man. graves. And you're yeah. white, so they they hated you. Yeah, I don't know if it's like it didn't take it personally by any means, but let's just say there's like there's a lot of suffering in those woods, mm. so you could feel it. Do you come from um, slave uh, owner heritage? You know, it's hotly debated in my family. So uh, when uh, yeah, because uh, you was your family in the South yes. during the Civil War. What about you, Amber? I know that my great great wait my great grandmother did not. Mm-hmm. She did not, and my parents are very older, so my great-grandmother was like 200 years ago. She mm-hmm. still didn't, um, so I don't know, because I think they just got off the boat. They couldn't afford them. And you, yeah, you got to pay for slaves. They, mm-hmm. You can't afford them. <laughs> Sorry. And they, they probably had... were slaves. Indentured yeah. servants. A lot of white people were slaves back then, yeah. uh, especially coming over on boats, because that's how they paid their way over. Oh, yeah, I'll work for you. Mm-hmm, for yeah. seven years or whatever, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you get your freedom, which is... What up? fucked up thing we did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am and uh yeah I'm, i know mine aren't but you know it doesn't mean anything it's just because they lived in another country i'm sure they were fucking when back- did your family get here oh not till 19 oh like your 10. hands are clean okay. yeah, yeah 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 i'm good yeah. <laughs> yeah it was already illegal by the time oh, they great. got here yeah good polish ukrainian there <laughs> If they would have, you know, my, my, they're Polish, so they probably would have put the shackles like on their fingers or something. Now, I am related to Sally Hemings and Thomas Jefferson's youngest um, descendant. Oh. Yeah. So okay. they married into our family like a generation ago or two generations ago. Sally so. Hemings is. Who's that? I, forgive me, I don't know who that is. Slave, his. Uh, oh, the uh, slave he slept with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you got some black in you. Yeah. Good for you. Good That's, for you, baby. I wish I did, man. I fucking, I was, you know, not to, you know, I was just in Africa. White people suck. <laughs> There's so much fun hanging out with black people. They're much more entertaining. I bet. Yeah, we're, I was raised uh, Southern Baptist, and granted, mm-hmm. the. We didn't. We had black people in our church, but there are also black Southern Baptist church, and it, it's just generally more fun. There's more music. The food is better. The culture is better. And then I went to a Catholic church over the weekend with my boyfriend, and I was like, "Fucking nightmare!" It's a nightmare. Uh, I was like, the whole point of church is because you want to uh, enjoy what little of life you have before you die. And then mm. I went to Catholic church. I was like, I feel like I'm dead already. Yeah, this is horrible. No. Seriously, Catholicism freaks me out so much. Like, the first time I went to a Catholic church, I was like, I'm in a horror movie. Like, this is, I'm about to be sacrificed. Like, this is terrifying. Speaking I, Latin? Who gives yeah. a fuck about Latin? And they Latin? all stand up and sit down at the same time. It's Mm-mm. very weird. I grew up Catholic. It's a creepy religion. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. And it's yeah. also got the most controversy in it. You know, well, not the most. I mean, I guess, like. Islam has a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, also, growing up Catholic, like um, I remember nuns teaching me about uh, banshees, mm. which are like uh, spirits of uh, women who will scream, and if you hear a banshee scream, it means someone in your family is gonna die. Whoa. Oh my god! Oh, wow. I had Irish nuns straight off the boat. They all had accents. Mm-hmm. I got hit by one of them. Did you ever get hit? No. Did well, you deserve to get hit, Ed? Though I dropped my pencil box. The fucking bitch, just Dolores, hit me. <laughs> oh. She was. She thought I did. She's like, you did it on purpose. I was like, no, I didn't. And then she hit oh, me. They wouldn't hit the girls yeah. as much as you the boys. You were an innocent little baby. <laughs> yeah. She was my handwriting teacher, and oh. I purposely learned how to do every word, every letter backwards, like just to piss her off. <laughs> and now my handwriting looks like shit. <laughs> 
bitch fucked my life up. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is very segregated in, in the church. I would often ask as a kid, I want to learn, uh, I want to go to the advanced Bible study group, and I want to learn more of this, and to perhaps one day be a, I wanted to be a youth minister. Yeah. I wanted to, like... Uh, talk to people about the Lord, but I wanted to do it in a positive way, whatever. And I was told, you can't do that, you're a woman. And this is in the 90s. Well, I was told, you're supposed absolutely. to be a mother or a nurse or a teacher, and that's all you can do. But you also lived in a backwoods fucking place. That wouldn't have happened where I'm from. Oh, no? Yeah, we had altar girls and stuff like that. Oh. I was yeah. an altar girl. Oh. Yeah. That's so, lovely. Yeah. But I think the Catholic Church did that later to get less boy altar surfers. Yeah, because some of the pedophiles ended up liking girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Ashley, do you, did you experience any, like, sexism in the church growing up? Or um, Not that I can think of, really. I mean, my parents, okay, so they didn't, like, right out off the bat say no religion for me. Like, I did go to Sunday school for, like, the first three or four years of my life. We went to a Southern Baptist church, and my mom said that she took me out of it when the preacher started going on about gender roles. Because they were like, we're not gonna like let Ashley be warped by what warped us. Ah. Uh, so they took me out then. But I will say, I also dabbled in. I went to a Quaker church a lot in high school, and it was incredibly non-segregated. And I remember thinking, like, this is it. They figured it out, you know. Oh, the Quakers are those the guys who shake a bunch? Or? They make oatmeal. Oh no, you're thinking the Shakers. Oh, the Shakers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. No, they're not. They're Quakers. Um, it's like what's it, mass like for a Quaker? Uh, you sit in silence, and you all face each other in a circle. So if, if there's no head person, no one leads it. But if you're moved by the, you know, move to speak, you stand up and what speak. What if you stand up and started farting? That I, I don't know. I, you would say, God made me do it, I guess. <laughs> That's great. It's very, and when did, um, I remember when I, I lost my faith at a very, very young age. Uh, I didn't realize that I did it until I lost my faith until like I reflected back on it. But it, like, like seven or eight, I remember one day just being, cause I went to Catholic school as well. And, uh, I remember being in my bed and just like started thinking about God and stuff like that. And I, I remember my, I started crying and stuff. And my mom asked me like what was upset and I was just like, I was like, the Bible, it just doesn't make any sense to wow. me. Like, you know, and then she's just like, she's like, what do you mean? It's the Bible. I was like, yeah, but like anybody could have written it, you know? And I just started like going on. I was like, I, like I had doubts early on and she got really mad at me. And then I asked her about God again when she told me Santa Claus didn't exist. Oof. Yeah. Ooh. And I was like, well, what about God? You know, and then, uh, you know, she hit me. Oh, my God. That's interesting. My mom was, like, very strict about being, like, the devil's made up by small men who have no power. Uh, <laughs> and they're just trying to find a way to control you. Like, That's she great. was very serious Your about mom that. sounds awesome. Well, yeah. she's yeah. also crazy. But, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she was, you know, she was a radical for her time. Everybody's crazy, though. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, now, you went to uh, uh, perm school or went to uh, beauty school. Yeah, mm -hmm, beauty school. And you were saying... Catholic beauty school? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got beat by a nun. Um, <laughs> and you said you had a buddy in there, and she was? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, she, you know, she was just a, a little backwoods girl, and she, one day, you know how kids make, like, those little, like, 
fortune games with cards and like what are these things called i'm oh, doing something um, with my hand the triangle yeah. yeah and you pop it up like you know it's very innocent you know so she made these like fortune cards that were like pick the shape you like and then you would pick it and then you read the back of it and it'd be like you're gonna get married in a year or whatever mm-hmm. so she like pulls me into the perm room and she's like i want to show you these things i made and so she's doing it and the head of the cosmetology school um this woman named fran i have no idea what her last name was but she smoked virginia slims like a chimney and she's saw us and then she yelled out and the girl scampered away and told her that those were my cards and I was a witch. Oh, so what happened then? Did you get kicked out of beauty school? She pulled I did who did I get kicked out of beauty yeah. school? No, I did get a very strong talking to by Fran and she was like, Were those your cards? And I for some reason took responsibility for it. I was like, Yeah, they were my cards. You're but a good I'm, friend. Yeah. And you could take it probably. But yeah. your friend said those are yours? And yeah. Ran, what a weak woman. Yeah. Well, you know, she was very underdeveloped as a person um Mm. she was it's interesting in the south you get to see i guess it happens everywhere you get to see people like truly warped by religion where Mm. they just are like infantile in a lot of ways like they don't they haven't grown into adults because they're scared of the world so she was much like that she had like the i would say the emotional development of a 12 year old very scared to go to the next state over yeah yeah Mm -hmm. very scared Mm -hmm. of people of things yes that's very that's that's horrible so i was just like yeah i those are my fucking cards. Damn. What are you going to do, Fran? So let me <laughs> let me ask you this. This is the brighter side. And, uh, what do you feel like in spending this much time involved in religion and being with religion? Uh, what were some of the better things that you saw come out of this? Like, uh, you know, charities or what do you what do you think was the brighter side of all this uh, crazy religion stuff that your parents went through? And- uh, <laughs> Nothing much, huh? Um, Did you have good food? Yeah, there was uh, <laughs> good food. We and had good donuts stories. every other Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Re- religious people can cook, I find. They can cook, they can sing, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Or they can think they can sing. Or they think they can sing. <laughs> A lot of um, bells in my church. I honestly think people who are raised Christian have like lower mortality, uh, not mortality, morality um, thresholds than everyone else. I don't think they're good people in general. (laughs) Because they need to believe that if they're not a good person, they're going to go to hell. Yeah. Instead of just being a decent person, you know? Yeah, that's what it is. Instead of being a decent person, yes. I was talking to my sister-in-law, who's horrible, and um, (laughs) she's such a wretched bitch, and I hope her titty implants explode. Um, But... She was, like, cutting up some lettuce, and she was like, Amber, you know that it doesn't matter about being a good person. You just got to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you get in heaven. And I was like, so you could be a horrible person, but believe in God. You could be a rapist. You could rape children, but believe in God, and you get to heaven. That's right. And I was like, I don't want to go to heaven. <laughs> it's all rapists. Yeah. It's all rapists. <laughs> just at the last minute, they're like, well, I got to go. You know? <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Go. I was t- always, always taught that heaven and hell were myths. So to, like, actually think that they're real, it's so strange to me. Like, do pe- the people actually believe in heaven. That's so bizarre. And everybody's yeah. version of heaven is much different. And my question is, what if Not you have... some people. Most people. Most yeah, most people. people. I, I don't even believe, believe it. You're saying it now. I'm looking you directly in the <laughs> eyes, and I don't believe it. Most of the people in all of our families believe so in heaven and strange. hell. strange. My mom swears by it. I mean, my father, obviously. What do they think is going to happen? I mean, how bored would you be? I mean, it just doesn't, like, what are you going to do? You're going to get up there? People don't want to think that there is an end. 
You know, yeah. they don't want to think that, you know, it's over when you die. I and don't so necessarily they, think it's over when you die. No. Neither do I. And I believe in spirits and I believe in uh, and I believe in souls. And I think that's what gives us our personality. And I know that pretty much every religion and culture does believe in spirits. Yeah. And they believe in uh, a soul and stuff like that. And so if that that is the one consistency in all religions, then maybe that's the one thing we should be concentrating on is the energy and the personality of people. Exactly. Yes. It's in, even in physics, once something energy is created, it cannot be stopped. That, that's that's the law of physics. Does a dog have a soul? Yeah. What about yeah. a fish? Yeah. No way. Really? Fish is stupid. <laughs> fish can learn how to do stuff though. So if like can, what? I don't know, fish are pretty. What cool. do you teach a fish? You can teach them how um, that a certain song. If you play a certain song outside of their tank, every time you feed them, when you play the song, they'll go up to get their food. Uh, the so they can learn. So. So now we're asking the question like uh, your your brain capacity. You know, like learning. And what well, what if somebody had Alzheimer's? You know, and they don't remember who they are and where they are, mm -hmm. and they get to the pearly gates and they're like, "Would you go into heaven?" They're like, "What? Who are you? What is this?" Yeah. You know, do they get to go into heaven? I imagine that your soul is just trapped in a fucking broken body at that point. <laughs> Because they don't lose, you know. Because <laughs> they don't lose their personality. Yeah. You know, if a nice person starts to get Alzheimer's, they're still a nice person. And if they start to not, if they, you know, if they're a shitty person and they start to get Alzheimer's, it, it, it exaggerates that as yeah. well. That's a good point. Old people are either really nice or just the shittiest people you've yeah. ever met. Mm. You get your personality gets exaggerated as you get older. Right? It mm -hmm. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does your racism. That's true. Yes. Well, Does it get worse or does it get better? Because I feel like my racism has gotten a lot better as I gotten older and, and learned about the world. Not that, that, like, I was, like, used to be a racist. Now, like, I'm just extremely not. Like, any ignorant thing I used to think, I don't think anymore. But that's comparing apples and oranges, because you're talking about being, like, a critical thinking person that's growing in, like, a cultural world mm -hmm. versus, like, a senile 60-year-old person, 70-year-old person in fucking rural Virginia who has only had their beliefs, um, like, supported by their reality. That's very true. But I think they, those senile people in the mountains are probably being very progressive for where they came from. Like, you know, if somebody was raised with slaves their whole life yeah. like, and then they get older, like, I don't think that, you know, it's probably very, it's a huge step for them to be like a cool person. I yeah, guess. yeah. It is interesting. Racism is a whole nother subject, but yeah. I do feel that it's it has robbed me of relationships with certain family members, oh, unfortunately. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that is the sad truth of all yeah. of that. And I'll tell you what, going back to your story about the... Uh, the slave uh, graveyard yeah. is. Uh, I had uh, very. I had also had ghost experiences in my life, and if you want to hear all about my experience, my ghost experience, and Ashley Brooke Roberts' ghost experience, you can listen to one of the first episodes of Last Podcast on the Left, and we both went on and told our stories. So I'm not going to get into detail on my story, but I will say that my house, we were the first people to ever live on it, and it was built on a plantation. And then later on, we found out that everyone in the neighborhood was having similar problems. Yeah. And so the neighborhood itself was built on a plantation, so yes. like in almost every house was haunted. Yes. And so it was a very, it was like the land yes. and not the uh, and not the actual homes themselves. Yeah. That is, that's the experience with the woods I described. I don't want to go into too much detail because it is on that podcast, but yeah. the girl I was with, that was her ancestral land. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Oh, so it was like her family did it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. in trouble now. Yeah. 
killed. Yeah. She's going to get it. I mean, but, you know, you're so far removed at that point. It's like six generations. So it's like, you know, how much of it is really, it's still a part Spirits. of her yeah. is there. Spirits have just been there hanging out, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The whole time. They can sniff her blood, you yeah. know? Yeah. They come after you. One time I was laying on my couch uh, at home, like, sorry, we were living in like a farmhouse way out in the woods in, in uh, Louisiana for a bit, and I was laying, and I sat up in the on the couch, and I saw a man walk into the kitchen, it was like in a sleep state, mm-hmm. and he looked over, and he just looked at me, and then walked back, and then the next day, I described my mother the very, very vivid dream, and I was like, he was tall, he had a hat, a brown suit, long nose, brown eyes, went into like every incredible detail, and she was like... Oh, that sounds like uh, your grandfather Jim, or forget his name, but he was like, he built this house. And wow. she showed me a photo of him. I'd never seen him before. And I was like, oh, that's the same fucking dude. Oh, man, I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I've heard of this. Yeah, I could be completely off base here, but you said they smelled the blood. And I heard that women are more spiritual when they're on their period or they're more like uh, susceptible to this kind of thing. You know, were you on your period at that time? I don't remember. You don't remember. I don't. It's a but... very fine detail. <laughs> but I also heard that the reason, because I, I used to see all kinds of shit, and uh, I don't know if it was because I, I was just more, you know, believed more back then or whatever, but I also heard that uh, marijuana is a good deterrent. Like, if you're stoned, you're going to miss the ghost oh. kind of deal. And, oh, that's uh, that's very good news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you. I'd be so upset. Yeah. I was so stoned and I saw a ghost. Oh, yeah. That's a powerful ass ghost. Now I gotta deal with this. Yeah. So, did you look up what I was saying, uh, Mary? Um, I found a website that says that women who are pregnant experience more paranormal activity during their pregnancy. I believe that. Because they have a theory that an increase in estrogen means that women have heightened awareness in order to keep themselves in their baby's space. I think safe. so. Yeah. And then also, believe that. Yep. spirits from your past or people in your life who are now dead who would be interested in making sure you're safe might like gather towards you. Fuck, that makes me want to get pregnant. Who wants to pregnant me? Write in on the Facebook comments. Oh, man. Radio just, at gmail.com. You just opened yourself up for something you didn't want to be a part of, Amber. <laughs> All right, guys. I think it's going to be all the time uh, we're doing for this. Ashley, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me. You're the the best, darling. We love you so much. Do you have any like last minute things on like religion and God and what you believe? Like real quick, you know. I just, you know, all I believe in is dogs in the woods. Um, So (laughs) follow me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. Do you have any shows coming up or anything? Uh, Yeah, I have a show every Thursday at the UCB East called Fresh Out. Every Thursday at nine, I host it with Jim Toos. It's a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. That's I would love to. I'm about to stop by. Yes, Ed, get over I, there. I will. What I are will. you doing? I'm an asshole. <laughs> Amber hosted it with me two weeks ago. It was oh. a lot of fun. Yeah. We yeah. both had a flashcard game that was like, uh, what did our moms do? We both told a story. Mm-hmm. It was like, had the audience guess, what did your, which mom was it? Yeah. And they were right every time. Every single time. We're like, okay, who was, uh, we would pretend be like, okay, this was my mom. Now clap if you believe it was my mom. Clap if you think it was Amber's mom. They they nailed it 100%. Let's do one round real quick. Okay, okay. 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 Is that okay? What is this? Us? Explain we it one more time. Cut it out. Okay. Uh, one of us, whose mom is. Yeah, one yeah. of us is going to tell a story real quick, and then you have to guess which mom well, it was. Well, it was also, it was very about, like, which men our mom dated. Oh, so, which men our mom yeah. dated. That's our, it. My mom dated this man, and then oh. you clap if you think it was Amber's mom, you clap if you think it was my mom. Okay. Okay. You going to go for... Um, you know, okay, I'll go first. Um, my mom left me for her 
uh, first, yeah, left her husband for her first cousin, who was a fisherman named Marlon. I'm going to have to say that's your mom. Okay, it's it's technically my mom, but Amber got the story wrong. But uh, yeah, my mom have been a fisherman because you were landlocked. My mom's boyfriend <laughs> left her for his cut, co- left her for his cousin. Oh, that's what, yeah. My yeah. mom's boyfriend was a fisherman named Marlon, and he left her for his cousin. Um, but she, you li- you lived. You didn't live anywhere near the ocean. Well, baby, you lived in the we did live near the ocean for a year when my mom moved us down there so we could be closer to Marlin. Okay, <laughs> um, we lived on Oak Island, and it was a very hard year. Um, seventh grade, it was awful. Um, I was constantly called a lesbian, and we had fleas. Okay, so and also your mom was dating a guy named Marlin, a fisherman, yeah, who left her for his first cousin. Also, his life work was drinking Crown Royal so that he could make quilts out of the Crown Royal purple bags and sell them. I mean, that's just they, industriousness. They love Crown Royal in the South. And Marlon, yeah. was his first name wasn't Billy, right? No, it wasn't All Billy. All right, good. Okay, okay, so now this is my turn. So my mom went with her new boyfriend to Las Vegas, okay, with the family, and the whole time he hit on her sister. My I, mom or Amber's mom? I guess that's going to be... We're going to say your mom, because just to go to Amber's mom, that would kind of defeat... I, figured, I think it throw me a curveball, and that's the only reason. I'm going to say Amber's mom. It was Amber's mom! All right, Mrs. Nelson, congratulations. Thank you so much. We're going to go talk to Henry Zabrowski now about hell. Uh, He's going to give us uh, his insight on Satanism. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys in about three minutes. Yeah, because it's hard to get the real Satanists in there. Yeah. Because they take themselves very seriously. We'll get them. Did you uh, hit one up? I'll get him for next week. There's a guy I hit up that is, uh, I was trying to get him for last podcast. Oh, okay. But he's difficult. They're all difficult. Yeah, some of them are more showy because I there is a branch of them that are like me. Mm. There's a bunch of them like me that are in. Which is what? What is like you? Into Satanism, both for um, it matches my personal lifestyle and uh, for fun. Yeah. Like, you're like how Jimmy Page was a Satanist. Jimmy Page was into, but he was more into, like, Mordor and being with, like, Sauron and shit. They just smoked weed and had sex with the prostitutes. Yeah, well, he openly admitted he did it for the chicks. He well, said yeah. He, he said he was a Satanist for the chicks. Anton LaVey puts it out there. Who's Anton LaVey? Um, have we started? Sure. I mean, we're recording, but do yeah. you want to enter? No, Who's we'll not? do it. Yeah. Hey, everyone, how you doing? Henry Zabrowski here, uh, <laughs> sitting in a special segment about Satanism. Uh, who's Anton LaVey? Hail Satan, everyone. Oh, hail Satan. Hi, last podcast on the left is doing very well with our Patreon campaign. You should go over there right now and, and d- donate to the Patreon campaign. Should I start one for this or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Of course you should. I love Brighter Side. Thank you. I, I listen to it all the time. Oh. I like the hard-hitting interviews. I cried when you guys did the uh, Dead Parents episode. That was a tough one. Yeah, and I don't like feeling things. It's, you know... That's what this is all about. I I cry in movies now ever since I started doing this show. Yeah, wow. I cried at Creed. How could you not? But I mean, that's different. How could you not? I keep rewatching Rocky Balboa over and over again. I cry. Awesome. The, the, his speech to the son, what's that about hard you can get hit? It's not about hard you hit, it's about hard you can get hit. Still wells me up. Oh, yeah, no, it's amazing. But also makes me hard. Yeah, man. You ever getting beat during sex? You ever get beat during sex? Or? Like getting violent? Yeah. No. All right. 
Who's Anton LaVey? <laughs> so modern Satanism was started by Anton LaVey, or like American Satanism. And the yeah. idea is that he was a kind of a, he was a carnival barker and a crime scene photographer and a, a bunch of other nefarious things. He played uh, Calliope <laughs> at a carnival. Why is there no Anton LaVey movie? This seems great. It'll come out. What's he look like? He, you should look him up. Mm-hmm. Look, look him up. Mm-hmm. He is, I mean, he's exactly what you imagine oh, man, a Satanist so to look like. Yeah, yeah. He developed Goatee a, and bald. Yes, bald. Telly Zavala's kind of look. He's got the he's got the Luciferian like goatee. King and I. Yeah, he's doing great. He's very <laughs> Yule Brenner. He's a lot of fun. And he wrote uh, he wrote about uh, Satanism in a book called the Satanic Bible, which is essentially a mixture of ritualistic magic practices and then sort of like a life philosophy that I sort of adhere to, which is, it, it's pretty easy. I, I actually looked up, I wanted you to read the uh, Satanic Commandments. How many are there? There are 11. Oh, one more? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Beat metal, dude. This is what my favorite part of Satanism is metal. Well, absolutely. Satanism is just the most fun I can't even say a religion because it's not really a religion. It's a lifestyle choice, mm-hmm. and there there are two different kinds. I'll go I'll go into it a little bit okay. more. Um, but this is the, um, so this is Church of Satan Satanism. Now Anton Lavey does not believe in the devil. Okay. Like he believes in natural forces. Like he believes that you can manipulate reality using ritual practices, which is something that we talk about. Like a witch about- doctor. Like a witch doctor or like, you know, like when my mom would call me like, oh, Henry Thomas, I know you're going in Fox News today. So I put a white light, a cone of white light around you in my mind. <laughs> and for her, you know, it's it's that thing where it's you imagine certain things and you create a ritualistic behavior in order to sort of self hypnotize. You self hypnotize yourself in order to create a new version of reality because the idea is that all reality is basically just your perception. So if you can fully concretely make yourself believe that something is true, you can make it real. Oh, but that's magic. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other gay thing I can go on about. No, 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 no. Let's let's stay off magic. Let's talk about the devil. (laughs) Okay, absolutely rock and roll. Yeah, rock and roll. (laughs) Fuck magic. Yeah, I know. I hate magic. I understand. Fuck Harry Potter. Fuck (laughs) all that bullshit. It's not that. This is fuck David Copperfield. Real Fuck magic. Charles Dickens for making a book called David Copperfield. Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about magicians that are more like liars. <laughs> My magic has got a lot more to do with cu- eating cum and stuff like that, but yeah. I don't do any of that. I don't eat uh, cum. Marcus no. eats cum. So what are some of the commandments? Give me the short version. So Anton the LaVey, one. The, the best part about Satanism is that it is very poppy. It is very sh- it's very yeah. short. It's, very, it's fun sentences. It's yeah. fun things. Um, <laughs> and so he wrote the uh, Satanic Bible and include the main, the main tenets of Satanism which are the the 11 satanic rules of the earth. Okay. Number one, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. Number two. Great rule. Right? Fucking great rule. Right? All right. This is what I'm saying. You're going to find yourself being like, I'm a Satanist. Rule number two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure you want them to hear. They want to to hear that. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Please. Rule number three, when in another's lair, show him respect or else do not go there. Three for three. Right? Rule number four, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. Fuck yes. It's fun. Yeah. He's saying it's fun language. Mm-hmm. It gets you into it. It gets you pumped up. Number five, do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Whoa, no rape for Satanists. No rape. We don't believe in rape. We don't fuck kids. All right. Not anymore. 
Rule number six. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. So steal from people who don't notice it. Yes. Okay. Sure. Fun rule. Fun little, yeah. Middle gray rule. It's a little gray area. That's idea. You can get lawyerly with it. (laughs) Right? Rule number seven. Acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it and success, you will lose all that you have obtained. See, the magic, they just sneak in the magic thing. I'm not for the magic. You just got to fucking come on a piece of paper. That's what I did. (laughs) Rule number eight. Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. Rule number nine, do not harm little children. Rule number ten, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for food. Huh. And rule number eleven, when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not to stop, it is, if, he, if he does not stop, destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just stuff like... They added eleven. Yes. It was ten. And yeah, ele- was ten eleven like, got added on. Do one more in there about destroying someone. It's like, <laughs> all right, okay. Um... But it mostly it's about... What about sacrifice? They don't kill animals for sacrifice? There is sac- no human sacrifice. The whole no point, human, no animal sacrifice? None of that. What? Uh, Where'd that rumor get started? Well, connecting to old magic, right? And the idea of old ritualistic, like shamanistic magic was this idea that what you, what you want to do, what they say, is that you're supposed to cut an animal's throat. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much just the blood. It's not the death. It is legit. the belly of a frog and the <laughs> eyes of a toad. Yes, it's yeah. not that. It's not that. <laughs> Shakespeare invented that. Oh, okay. Isn't that fun? <laughs> uh, but no, he. Uh, it's the literally gushing forth of the blood. It releases this thing called, we call in modern day, uh, organ energy, which is this sort of like magical sort of juju that you can harness for magic rituals. What Anton LaVey is saying, in the modern times, we have no need to do that anymore. What you should be doing it through is sex, which is cuts back to Aleister Crowley, who taught all of this stuff about modern magic ritual, which was all fucking. And yeah. it's all, like, the whole thing is that if you want to do magic rituals, a lot of it is that you just don't fuck for three days, and then you do this ritual that he sets up, which is filled, all, you can completely make it up as you want to. If Captain Crunch is your power symbol, like if it's this thing where you put a lot of energy into Captain Crunch, yeah. you can put a little altar set up as Ma- Captain Crunch, and you could come on a fucking box of cereal thinking about making money, and you could maybe make some money using magic. That's what Did you said. do this? I have done it, yes. And it worked. I got heroes. <laughs> But the idea is that you set up a lot of shit. You, but the, and then the idea is that you do all this. I was also in a desperate place that I was really hammered. I was like, I was really, I, I was. Fuck after, it. It was after the last relationship broke up. After me and Katie broke up, lived in an apartment with no no furniture, nothing, nothing, nothing. In there. just smoking weed, staring out piles of useless DVDs. You're just a dead man on the inside. Just no no one and nothing for a long time. So you just Bunch do it. Bunch of books. A lot of books. A lot of books, but there is uh, there's there's a lot to so Satanism is in the end it's it's kind of more of an attitude. It's more of like um, don't fuck with me, I won't fuck with you, and uh, it's to me it's more of a fun version of atheism. Yeah, and so would you consider yourself more of an atheist or a Satanist? I nothing, nothing. But I would I want to be a satanic satanist celebrity i remember you um brought the uh why not i mean no one's doing it no one's doing it. and in this day and age they have to let you i completely because i completely agree with the tenant i think that it's a big thing the reason why i really connect to satanism is because satan is known as and the idea is he's the embodiment of the adversary 
right? Mm-hmm. Which is in in biblical terms and in religious terms is this like bad thing is is the villain. But if you really just look at the word, it's just the contrary version of what the set like what norm is right yeah. it's just the guy that's around to kind of annoy everybody because he's saying i also deserve to exist i'm a whole other version of the truth and you have to deal with me you have to deal with me yeah. all the time and i connect to it because artistically if you look at what we do right in mm. terms of last podcast last podcast on the left murder fist cave commie radio the way we approach art all the time is that we are constantly the underdog yeah. We are constantly the gross, weird, sweaty, pimply version of comedy that nobody wants to look at anymore. They all they just want to forget we exist. They want to forget that heavy metal comedy exists because now everything's cute. You know, like even the stuff that's quote unquote dirty is just cute. It's all yeah. just with like, oh, you caught him masturbating. You know, it's like we show you if you want dark comedy, this is what dark comedy is. And so it's fully taking on the symbol at of the adversary and just doubling down on being everybody's enemy. If that's what you want, if it's like, it's part of what Anton LaVey says where it's like, you know, if you want to make me an enemy, if you want to say I'm the enemy, then I will be your enemy. And it's like, that's what I'll be. And then what that means is you'll have to deal with me. So you can either incorporate me and hire me and and give me money and you won't have to deal with me anymore. Or you, you just go fuck yourself. I'm going to yeah. have to take over. I'm going to have to eventually use magic ritual and and doctor, the detective popcorn voice to try to slowly cut out a corner of comedy for ourselves, you know? Yeah, I know. Absolutely. That's uh, it's great, man. You got to keep death alive. That's, we have to be. We are the ones actually being dark. We yeah. Murder Fist has to continue to exist. Man. Christmas with Father is my favorite thing. We do a sketch that ba- that for uh, Murderfist for the for every Christmas we we do like we always do like a Christmas show. And um, one year, uh, Holden McNeil who's in Murderfist who's also in Roundtable a gentleman. We probably shouldn't talk about it because it's his no. business, but it's fun. No, we actually we, it's fine to talk about because the, everyone would have heard that in the previous episode where I interviewed Holden about Christmas. Ah, very good. Yes, his dad is a horrible <laughs> fucking drunk, right? But like not like a beat you. Not like a beat you and like you know rape mommy in front of the family kind of drunk, which is a more just fall drunk. down and yell. Uh, yeah, it would be a, a slow death drunk where he would get quietly drunk in another room and just hate how like one of his sons is tall and strong and good looking but keeps getting fired from jobs where Holden still exists <laughs> and Holden has love. He's a shriveled Richard the Third son. <laughs> That he doesn't want to look at. He doesn't want to acknowledge. All right, so there's a character based on his father in that in that sketch. I mean, but we make obviously we take it to a much further extreme, and he gives all his kids whiskey, and then he opens a present from the devil, and it's a gun, and then he goes <laughs> and commits suicide by cop, and the family makes millions of dollars and on uh you know yeah because, because yeah through life insurance, it's a uh, but to they me start the Tolberon food company yeah, absolutely yeah exactly because to us you know to me christmas uh the reason why i don't like christmas and i, well, I guess christmas is going to come again because it is christmas week and stuff like that and i feel like i i talk a lot of shit and i think a lot of it it's because it's like yes also i'm a satanist so a part of it is the in character 
to be like, fuck Christmas because it's the birthday of Jesus, yeah, the dirty yeah. magic fucking I love sand Christmas. Wizard. I'm a sucker for it, but I'm also down with the devil. I understand that, but there, I know a lot of people that are Satanists that then reincorporate Christmas back into sort of a kitschy, like Shane Morton and Chris Brown that do Christmas, they do Christmas big in Atlanta, and they are yeah. big Satan. They are big Satanists, and they are the people that do the makeup for your pretty face is going to hell, and yeah. they really accept Christmas, but they accept all like the, the pagan side and then just like it's about it is a very satanic holiday it's about lust and and giving things giving things it's yeah. abundance and and eating a shit ton of food and and Gluttony. spending a bunch of money and yeah. doing all this shit and giving presents and it's like that's the problem spent so much money this year me too <laughs> Me too. The problem is, is that I I love to spend money. I am a Satanist. I like to indulge myself. I like to be indulgent of myself and other people's things, and I like to be generous, but I don't like to be forced to do it. Yeah. And my problem with Christmas specifically is because it's a holiday of hypocrites. It's a holiday of the of this whole thing of there's they keep trying they keep trying to ram this idea that it has this sort of reason and that Jesus' birthday is involved and all this shit, where really it's a hijacked pay holiday that now they ride like it's a fucking it's a, it's a donkey that shits money and they just fucking like all <laughs> but it, it's good for the economy I also know. people at the end of the year they make all their money sometimes but I would be more behind it if they took July 4th and they made that the gift giving holiday take July 4th make it a big like bah goddamn hummer like and that's literally what the commercial is, is bah <laughs> goddamn hummer July 4th buy for your kid I know he's six and he can't drive but 10 years is not that long from now are there any Satan this holidays? Yeah, my birthday actually. Uh, May 1st is uh, the high... The, well, you can incorporate any pagan holiday into the Satanist holidays, but Valpurgisnacht is uh, my birthday, May 1st, which is the spring equinox, and it's the number one satanic holiday. It's like, it's supposed to be the holiday where everybody rolls around in a field and starts fucking each other. Nice. Is the, and we wore the robes or whatever. For my birthday, for my 30th. Yeah, the aprons. Yeah, all the satanic, I got all those uh, satanic, uh, the, the well, Masonic robes. That's funny. So, it was, uh, was cool. I felt weird putting it on, I will say. See, then I just, I just, it just makes me smile. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I don't believe in God. It just feels weird being like, "All right, well," because it's taking any sort of symbol and it feels wonky. But that's why Anton Lavey created the Church of Satan. Yeah. That's bringing it back. The idea was is to make fun of the pageantry of the Catholic Church specifically. Yeah. It's to make fun of it. That's why he dressed in full regalia and did the black robes with the pentagrams and like he would do a black mass with like a naked woman being a table and like people doing all the shit. Because the idea is to be like, look, we got it too. We got all the shit. Like you guys drink the blood of your savior every yeah. week. You slice open this poor man that was, if he was real, which he wasn't, but if he was real, well, he, he was, was a human being. No, I don't think he, he there are other tomes. That, basically, they just did research that it's even more obvious now that the Romans created the idea of Jesus Christ. They created it like we created ISIS, which is this, and it's completely true. He's a fabricated guy that they kind of used ISIS to mix exists. up politically. You could, maybe it doesn't. Yes, it does, you maniac! There are, like, I am saying that ISIS could be a bunch of different groups that were pulled together by the CIA. We'll talk about, you know, that's a whole other podcast. Fucking... <laughs> I also don't, don't discredit everything you say. <laughs> I also think that the Paris attacks were staged. Staged. Not, but they were, people were killed. 
but they were put up by the CIA and the French government in order to blame the fake group known as ISIS as a part of the international thing. You can't really believe well, that. There's there's shades of everything you that like is You like reading true. stupid things. I do. Like, but like, I like that doesn't saying, make it real. I like saying the thing that gets people upset. But I also do believe there are many shades to truth, and I think that they'll lie to us whenever they can. Yeah, but they're not going to kill a bunch of people, man. You don't know, man. Dick Cheney let 9-11 happen. Dick Cheney's a fucking monster. Yeah, he was, but he's real. So guys like that do happen. Like, Hitler was real. If So if Hitler could create nine gigantic death camps to just to murder people and burn them up, yeah. like, this is like, so there's nothing, you can't put anything above anybody. In terms of action. That's fun conspiracy thought, though. It's fun. You're a fucking lunatic. I what are you some it's your, fun to date me. Tell me, uh, what are some of your favorite things about Satanism? What is it, like, just in general? Like, what? what's something nice? Um, I honestly, know the people are nice. Everybody's the sweetest the, the Every sweetest Satanist people. I've ever met is just so kind. Because it's all goofy. Because re- if you're not, because I, I was going to also say this, there are also people who believe in this thing called the Temple of Set, and there are people that are devil worshippers, that believe that Satan is an ancient evil god that was, de- or it wasn't evil, he was like... The antithesis to the creator God. There's things called like the Yesidis, which is this group. So they of, believe in God as well. Yes, that's the thing. Is they also have to believe in everything. They have to believe in everything. No, to believe in the devil, you have to also believe that God exists. So I don't yeah. believe in any of it. So it's like it's all. But to me, it's about symbolism. I believe that you can manipulate reality using ritual. But I don't. And I, I just think it's anybody. You can visualize yourself into success. Ball. Yeah, it's just focus. It's focus. Um, but. There are people that believe that there are different types, that Satan is the god of Earth, and that there is a creator god that is an uncaring god that created the universe, but we have to deal with the uh, the Earth god that is Lucifer, that there are different tiers, and so like like, those are the guys that like Scottie Pippen best. (laughs) <laughs> instead of Michael Jordan on the Bulls. Like, those like kind of people. And they're very serious, and they're a pain in the ass. Um, but they're, the, they're satanic nerds. They take all the fun out of it. Everybody yeah. knows the Satanist is really fun. You know what I mean? It's just like, and it's it does. parties and fucking. Uh, basically, that's what it is. And it's a great way to, to talk to, to interesting-minded people. It's yeah. a great way to flirt with people. It really is. And Anton LaVey talks about it all the time. There's a book called The Satanic Witch. It's essentially about getting laid. It's great for actors. It's yeah. great for writers. It's great for creators. Because there's another thing with Grant Morrison, who's a comic book writer, who talks about how writers and actors and comedians and stuff like that are the last of the traditional magicians. Because legitimately, we, we create something from nothing. We create a thing out of nothing. And so we're we're... We're doing that all the time. Interesting. And so we can take that on. And it's uh, Satanic Witch is all about uh, this thing he liked to call entrancement. It was just like an, an enchantment and all this shit. Where the, the idea is, is that you act to your stereotype and then flip it. Like he has this thing that every person is three people. You're your demonic self. Well, you're your outer self. Mm-hmm. You're your demonic self. And then you're your core self. And so it's like me, right? On the outside... I appear to be a gregarious, fun-like guy who's like, you know, like kind of like life of the party. Like you. It's very yeah. similar. It's like even just our complexion, the way we look, it's just kind of like yeah, friendly inviting. Yes. But on the inside. So, so your eyes are deep in your head. Yes. Sunken in there. <laughs> but what he says is that so everyone's got then the, the, the second layer, the demonic self, is the exact opposite to yourself, which yeah. is this idea of like, but then there's a part of me that's very like, 
kind of withdrawn and shy and upset and uh, not upset but it's like you know kind of uh like like I've got more going on but there's like a dark side kind of thing and when he talk and then the inner part of you the real you the third layer of you is the real you and it's exactly like the first layer of you yeah so you are everyone is exactly as they appear but the idea is that if you want to enchant somebody if you want to get somebody on your side what you do is you do this thing is that to everybody in a, in a, like in a party this is very simplified the satanic witch simplified yeah. which is like you you act to your stereotype where it's like you start wearing like Hawaiian shirts you start wearing all the thing where you start doing a thing where you really blow yourself up to be sort of like a amiable guy kind of life of the party kind of guy and if you want to get somebody you do the switch where you get them one-on-one and you go like but actually i'm pretty deep i am i got this dark thing going on and it's traditional it's like what you do and then that flip is a thing that's been going on since the age of time that you can use for enchantment i hate it it's interesting though i know but that's just like such a schmucky thing to do yeah <laughs> but it's great for auditions Oh I bet It's great for that kind of shit Alright buddy Well thank you so much For coming in And talking to us About the devil For a little while Hell yeah What's man. your favorite way To call to call the devil Man sweet sweet Satan man. Satan's the best right? Satan's the best Who are some uh, real, real quick Who are some other uh, People in Hollywood That believe in the devil Or who are all Satanists I guess Jane Mansfield Was a famous one Really Yeah really? That's awesome Oh yeah And um, I, I Guess Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, he he's a fun one. Yeah, I like that. He was yeah, he was a fun. That's a fun character. Jimmy Page counter now. I don't know. Ozzy. Yeah, but then everybody does it for show. It's all fit. It's all just fun. They don't. They're too drunk to even care. Yeah. It's just fun. It's just a fun thing to be. No one's really seriously a Satanist. If you're seriously like a Satanist, you're just not fun to talk to. Absolutely. And you feel like Satan has made your life better. It's been doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Henry. Watch Heroes, Murder Fist. (laughs) And, uh, of course, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Just got a third season. Check out the first two if you could find them. Where would people find them? Uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell is on adultswim.com. And then also um, uh, iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. And I'm just about to go start shooting season three. Fuck yeah, man. So excited. All right. Thanks again. Talk to you guys later. Rag and roll. Alright guys, that was Henry Zabrowski and Ashley Book Roberts, and we were talking about Heaven and Hell. Uh, Cena wasn't with us today, but he'll be back next week. Don't worry. You can catch him on Twitter at Cena John, at Amber Smelson. I'm at Eddie Tunes underscore and at Mary J. Bulge. Check out the Murderfish show July 9th at 9:30 and upstairs at the pit. And taking us out today is a very religious song, uh, Amazing Grace, uh, uh, sung by Miss Amber Nelson. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found, was blind, but now I see. Be good to yourselves, everybody. And this has been the brighter side of Cynics Look at Optimism. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Every- 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.